a long, long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Intoxication. Bale, Kane, and Dork must find a way to reunite their family with the other clans of Mandalore if they hope to survive the upcoming assault. Will this talented trio of Mandalorians be able to find the proverbial hatchet and bury it? Or will they find a literal hatchet buried into them? Welcome back, everybody, to our exciting third episode of Group B's Adventure on Mandalore. As always, I am your GM, Dwayne, here with three of the best players I've ever had the fortune of playing with. First up, we have Nimoy. Nimoy, how are you? The snow has risen. I can no longer <laughs> see the sun. I am not long for this world. Send help. <laughs> I'm just glad the internet's still working. That's my only priority. So you have to make it to the end of the season. After that, you're on your own, my friend. I, I, I am going to hypothermia, but at least I have Netflix. <laughs> you know what? Priorities. I like it. Netflix All right. And chill. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> what uh, character are you bringing to our game? I am playing Doric Thrawn, the Mandalorian bodyguard returning home. Very cool. Now. If Dork somehow came across the Count's unlimited platinum card and was allowed to purchase one thing for themselves, you can't buy something for the Fortunas or someone for anybody else, but for Dork, what would be the one thing they'd want to purchase? What would Dork actually purchase would be um, what Dork would really want to purchase, but knows that even with that money, he'd have no use for it, would be a tank. Uh, but if he... <laughs> okay. He's, you know, he, he's a bodyguard. You can't, you can't drive a tank up to a gala as much as he would want to. Um, but I think a rocket launcher. Oh, very cool. Very practical. Very useful. <laughs> Get to make things go boom. That's better than that. You know, and you can take it to a gala if you want to. Exactly. Fits in the you trunk. Just, you just got to bedazzle it a little bit. It'll be completely <laughs> fine. Anarchy totally already has a bedazzled <laughs> rocket launcher. Oh, no, that, that's canon right there for certain, right? Definitely. All right, our next player is our special guest star, Andrew. I'm going to stop calling you special guest star. We're halfway into the season. You're just one of the players now. Thank you. So how are you doing, Andrew? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing better now that I know that I'm, I'm one of the team. Exactly. You made it through the probationary period. We reviewed you, and now, yes. Thank your you. Benefit should, your benefit card should be coming in a couple weeks. Congratulations. I'm forward to Welcome to the union. Yeah. yeah, the union dues are a bitch, though. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> I think I can deal with that. <laughs> All right, Andrew, who are you bringing to our game? Uh, I continue to bring uh, Kane Pride, the native Mandalorian. Awesome. And now, uh, Kane's never met the Count. Let's say for some reason he does get this unlimited platinum card. He could purchase one thing for himself. What would he want to purchase? Oh, for myself? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing for myself would be supplies to then give to other people immediately. <laughs> Oh, no, nope. Sorry, I'm going to veto that answer. Oh, it has to be okay. It has to be a selfish purchase. What is selfish a vanity purchase. thing he would want for himself? Um, 
probably uh, some new ship parts to make it go better and faster. <laughs> right. I like it. I dig it. All right. And, you know, unfortunately, Bail Bronda died last episode, so it's just the three of us, so we're going to move forward. Hey, don't you <laughs> dare say that Bail Bronda died. Bail Bronda's right here. I'm just uh, messing with it. Cool. I have my sheet, and if I still have my sheet, Bail Bronda's still here. So you have to come delete it off of my computer for Bail Bronda to ever die. Uh, Dwayne, according to our collective bargaining agreement, you're not allowed to fire bail without our approval. <laughs> God damn unions! Unless you want to renegotiate the light side dark side balance again. Fine. I, I flipped three dark side points. He's dead. Move on. Oh. All right, Joe. Since we 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 know you're pay, you're playing that bail, Bronda. Bail gets the yeah. count's unlimited platinum card. What selfishly vain thing does he buy for himself oh dude okay where do i begin <laughs> what things what's the credit limit on that uh, on that platinum card you get one item i would say you can get up to probably a nice nice shuttle nice starcraft or something you can't get a star destroyer but yeah you can get a ship or something oh i'd say a couple hundred a I, I, i'd say maybe like we'll say a million credits we'll go that high all right, cool. He's buying a chain of bars. Simple. <laughs> that simple. Uh, he will own every bar on every corner in a vicinity of like six or seven miles in like a massive like uh, city. Uh, and he will control the market and uh, seize the means of production of alcohol and then sell all the alcohol within that seven mile radius Shut out any is shut out or like completely blow up, and I mean that in the most literal literal sense. Any competition that dares step on his turf. The last, the last of the boxes get kind of pulled off uh, the messenger, and they start putting them away. And the Gagorans kind of go sit down by a fire, and they're relaxing a little bit. And most of the Mandalorians are making their way over to that cantina to have a drink. We'd say probably about an hour, hour and a half has gone by. So uh, Chief Baraya should be back soon, hopefully. So if you guys wanted to sit with the Gagorans and, I don't know, Gagoran wrestle, or if you wanted to go get a drink, you could do that. Or just put your toes in the grass and think about your life choice. Oh, 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 no. No, 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 no. When Bale hears the word alcohol, Bale goes towards the word <laughs> alcohol. To the cantina, friends. <laughs> All right. Doric sighs, but he's inwardly smiling because at least some things stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> one, of his crew, one of his team members is going to get blind. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe right. I'll bash another bench over somebody's head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At least there are no explosives involved. <laughs> All right. You guys make your way over to a kind of not a super strong structure. You can't tell it was kind of probably hastily built just to kind of act as almost imagine like someone's tiki bar in their backyard. It's really simply put together. Okay. It's just for some shade. It's not like you're not going to hide here in a firefight. If you guys do get into a drunken brawl, it probably would fall over. It's just more for shade and cover than for structural integrity. There's a, is rail it's kind of a there? form of insurance to discourage barf. Yes, this, this is definitely the uh, first little pig's house or maybe the second little pig's house, not the third one. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, is Rail at the cantina? Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys walk up to this cantina. There's a, a little crudely made sign that says Sheb Nikto's Cantina. And uh, you can walk in. It's very simple, sparsely uh, furnished. Like I said, tiki bar. So we're talking regular chairs. I don't know if there's some Mandalorian version of Wicker. Something like that. It's very relaxed. There's one uh, bartender that you clearly know is uh, Sheb. He's back there mixing drinks for people. He's got a eye patch, a nice gray beard. He's grizzled. He's he's seen some stuff and he's kind of in that in his retirement time is kind of just mixing drinks and telling stories and hearing stories from other people. There are two definitely very inebriated uh Mandos, a uh, a man who's kind of slight built, kind of like a swimmer body, and then there's a, a female Mandalorian who is I don't know, Dork, how tall are you? A head taller than almost anyone he meets. So we're looking about six five. Ye- yeah, so yeah, about six six. Okay, so this this woman's probably about a few inches taller than you. She's about six eight. She's got some scars on her arms and her hands. She's a definitely a warrior, and she is just tossing back drinks, being loud and being drunk. Uh, there's a sign that has three drinks listed on it. It says Tahar, five credits, Black Ale, six credits, Mandalorian Ale, four credits. You guys meet up with some people, get your own table. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, probably. Uh, but what I'm going to do first mm-hmm. is, since I happen to be the shortest person here, <laughs> uh, it seems, at the <laughs> a, a normal height of 5'9". <laughs> Uh, I would actually like to roll a stealth. <laughs> what are you, a halfling? Compared <laughs> to everyone else, it looks like it. Okay, what is? what are you trying to accomplish? I am going to sneak up on my brother, Rail, and I am going to <laughs> jack him in the face. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Um, he's going to be engaged in a conversation, probably had a drink or two. Um, mm-hmm. I will say it is a crowded, bo- it is crowded. People will, it's going to be kind of hard for you to sneak in. So it's good. Oh, no, it's- I, it, I'm not trying to it's a stealth around everyone else at the bar. I'm just trying to make it very nonchalantly over to my brother. Okay. The only person that needs to be surprised is my brother. Okay. <laughs> so we'll say, uh, two purple and I'll give you, uh, we'll say he's had two drinks. So I'll give you two blues. Would <laughs> four successes and one advantage. All right, God. so <laughs> Alex, you're, getting, you're, getting, you're getting your good rolls on the important stuff. That's nice. So yeah, would, would 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 rail be countering with like vigilance at all? Um, or oh no, I went off with uh, yeah, I went off with his vigilance. So he has two uh, green. He's not. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right, I, yeah. yeah, I have a, a generic uh, Mandalorian warrior sheet that I'm cutting. Okay. A majority of the Mandalorians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets punched in the face. Yeah. So are you now? Are you like trying to bust teeth? Or is this more like playful brother? I'm popping you in the lip type thing. Uh, no, I, I'm popping him. Yeah, I'm popping him in the lip. I'm not trying to break teeth. All right, all right, cool. So, but enough, enough for it to hurt. Yeah, and maybe draw a little blood. Yeah, I'd say with the the four 
and the one advantage that you pop him and it catches him off guard and he just falls backwards right off the stool he was on and slams to the to the dirt ground and hits the, hits the ground and looks up and goes, what the hell? And he looks and sees you. And goes, <laughs> Good one, baby, bro. I taught you that. You're welcome. You deserved it, you jackass. <laughs> All right. And he's like, let's get the man a drink. Exactly. He gets up and goes, All right. Another, hey, uh, to half of my brother and everyone here. To half of everybody. Yeah, to half. <laughs> Hoppa. All right. So the drink comes out, and uh, does everyone take one? I I think there's a shot of 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 Doric. He is obliged to take one, but he holds. He's holding it and he's sniffing it suspiciously. No, it is uh, a very strong, clear liquid. It's served in a shot, so I'd imagine it's kind of like a tequila or a vodka or something like that. Doric just kind of uh, looks over to Kane and sort of offers it to him. Uh, I think. Uh, I would probably pass because, you know, it's everyone against us. I need to be on guard at all times for everything. <laughs> this is family. No, it's going to hurt you bad. You know? Well, no, but like, but like, uh, you, you know, like oh. outside attack. I don't oh, know okay. I get you, I get when you. something's yeah. going to come. So I got to. I mean, you you are in, yes. you are the pilot, so I don't think the pilot should be flying and drinking. I, I can get that logic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think there's uh, yeah, I think there's sort of the shot of Dork sort of looking at suspiciously, looking over to Kane. Kane shakes his head and Dork nods, <laughs> like he very he understands that he respects this choice, and then he just very quietly tips his shot over under the table so it spills out. All right, and it puts it back. I, I assume Bale takes his drink, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> all right, so... He's not going to turn down a free drink. Are you kidding and, me? All right, <laughs> so... Bale Branda is. <laughs> uh, while everyone's drinking, I'm probably just going to be checking over all my weapons, making sure everything's ship-shape. Okay, fair enough. But okay. I, I will still be uh, present and to engage in conversation. All right, cool. Um... So, Bale, go ahead and give me a, a resilience check uh, oh. against two purple. I mean, oh, this isn't good. This is not going to be good. <laughs> um, um, oh no, one failure. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe uh, you haven't eaten for a while, or maybe the punch of the head made you a little loopy. But yeah, you took this shot, and you are you're already in buzz territory. You're kind of feeling. Kind of a little uh -huh. off balance, and you're definitely a lot more happier. I don't know. I assume yeah. you're a, I'm, I'm assuming you're a happy drunk. So, oh yes, very much so. And I start telling the the story of uh, how Trill betrayed me. <laughs> oh goodness, that old yarn. Yeah, yeah um, hoping that like somebody may have uh, like seen him at some point. Be like, yeah, that dude's a jerk. After that first drink, uh, Rail kind of... Oh, still lightweight, huh, little brother? Yeah. Yeah. I want more. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time that that, that son of a banter poop trail betrayed me? <laughs> and he just goes, he goes, oh, I don't know. God, so... God. 
Where you're like, it's okay, I got him back. <laughs> <laughs> I got him back. Good. He's sitting in a prison in Coruscant right now. <laughs> so, uh, Rail orders uh, another round of that same drink that, what was it called? The Tihar? Yeah. He orders another round of Tihar for everybody, another one even for Kane and for Doric to come back out another shot. And he lifts the glass up. And he goes, this one's for Nam. And for Bale and Doric, you know the name Nam was the chief when you guys lived here. He just stops and goes, wait, what happened to Nam? Pity what happened to old Nam. I mean, I don't know. This is why, this is why. It's a, it's a Bronda thing. Apparently they can't hold their liquor. He's like, he's like there's a. It was sad, man. This is why you need to come home more, man. Okay. About uh, two, maybe three years back, we we go to get the slave ship. It's an Aurora class. It was inbound. So 30 of us mounted up from the village uh, and go help out. We get there and... Uh, They've already captured, like, all these Gregorians, right? All these fuzzy guys. And we were like, dude, the fuzzy guys. Why would you? That's not cool. So we go, and we go to go help out. And then we get there, and all of a sudden these ships come over the hill. And they start laying waste to everything. It was, it was nasty, nasty stuff. Almost as nasty as this, almost as nasty as this taste, you know? And it's, it was just nasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually just the Star Wars version of Jepson's Malort. <laughs> <laughs> Holly Satari for Nam. He takes the the big drink. You take another uh, drink there, Bill? Oh, absolutely. I, I take uh, my my shot glass and I go. He lived the way that he died, helping those who needed help the most. May the force always be with him. And I take another shot. All right. Uh, give me. Yeah. Another check, uh, add a purple. Oh, this is this is gonna hurt. <laughs> this is gonna hurt so bad. Bale what dies success? of alcohol but two threats. <laughs> <laughs> Bale dies from alcohol poisoning in episode two. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Oh, no. right, so, so so this so we should change the name of this podcast to Final Destination then, right? <laughs> from what I what I'm thinking with the success and the two threats, I'm gonna go to me, if this doesn't make sense to you, if you don't like it, I'm gonna say with the two threats, Joe, is that Mm-hmm. Bale kind of just leans to the side and just throws up, and he starts feeling <laughs> a lot better. Oh, okay. So he kind of throws oh. up, he kind of empties the alcohol that he had on him a little bit out, and he sits up, and he, your wits are a little more back with you. So you're a little, you're a little more there. You're not as wibbly wobbly drunk as you were before. Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, what was he gonna? He was gonna delay. All right, 
There's the puke. Now let's rally. <laughs> Rail continues uh, his story. Yeah. So those ships are blasting, blasting down on us. And old Nam, he's like, we gotta go help the Gagarins. We gotta help them. And he goes back to help this group, and and he's mowing through these Zygarians. Like they're fawn grass, man. And the Zygerians, they must have seen that and decided the Nam was a bigger threat than the rest of us. Because they turned like this turbo, this, this turbo gun on them or something. It was like a machine gun. I've never seen so many bullets. And they just, they laid into old Nam, man. He shoves this Gagarin out of the way and took her right in the face, man. He just got blown away. He saved like an entire family of those little furry guys. We couldn't get to him right away. The fire was too fierce. Well, when we got there, all that was left was basically his helmet. So Vera... She's the eldest daughter, and she's in denial about the whole thing. She doesn't like talking about it or thinking about it. It was her old man. You think she'd go after Nam's killer, but she's more worried about keeping the family together and keeping us moving forward. Pretty crazy, man. I think during the uh, second half of the story, I think I will just be uh, very pointedly staring at, you know, my gun and stuff, cleaning it, making sure it's all in working order, maybe even a bit of making sure there's no, I don't know, open holes in my armor or anything. Sure. Um, since as he's wrapping up that story, can I have... Uh, Doric and Kane do oh, perception's a thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do a perception check. Uh, uh, we'll say against two purple. Two success. I would say Kane, as you're you're not you've probably you know the story of Nam. You know you're part of this yeah. this clan, so you're not even listening to the least about what he's saying because you've heard the story, you've heard it told better. Doric, this is all news to you. You knew Nam, so this is like an update for you. So you're ear enthralled. You're not even anywhere paying attention to what's. A- and I think when when they were sort of you know to Nam, I think that when everybody was drinking for Nam, I think he did take a shot at that point. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's a yeah. You're in the you had the drink. You're kind of into the thing. And Kane, as everyone's telling the story, you're looking around and. You see out through one of the openings, because like I said, it's not really a, a well-built structure. Yeah. There's probably like gaps between wood panels or canvas, however they had this thing built. You see what looks like a, like a dancing light, like a yellow dancing light that's kind of moving around the outside, bobbing back and forth by the gaps. Okay, um, I think I'm going to go to the gap window, I guess. <laughs> Um, and I guess kind of like on my belt, I have, uh, electro binoculars. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think I'm going to, I'm going to use that and I'm going to, you know, put it up to my helmet and such and just sort of 
see if I can see what's up. Okay. So you go to the gap and you put these binoculars to your face and you're looking, trying to find this dancing light. I assume you're thinking it's like something coming from the far distance, like not so much maybe like a sniper thing, but maybe someone trying to signal you or something. Yeah. And you're looking around and you're not seeing it. And then all of a sudden, what to you, because I mean, these are high powered uh, binoculars, right? Yeah. All right. So to you, a giant glowing face just appears right in your opticals. Okay. uh, I feel like uh, I'm going to pull it off and then just have a hand ready on my blaster. And you pull away the binoculars and there's nothing there. Okay, um, I'll pull them back up, but I'll zoom out a little bit just to sort of see if I can gauge a distance with that at all. Oh, yeah, you put them up, and as you zoom out, you see that little glowing face is actually hugging onto the outside lens of your binocular. Okay. Uh, I will flip over the binocular to investigate. And you see a small, basically humanoid figure with wings on its back, kind of staring up at you, flitting from lens to lens, looking up up at you. And um, can you make a a xenology check? That's two greens. How many? Um... That's kind of a rare thing. I don't know. You spent most of your life on Mandalore, I assume? Uh, yeah, almost all of it. Okay, I'm going to say it's it's going to be a uh, four purple check. Oof, okay. You have light Let's side points see. if you want to flip them. You have one of those. Hmm. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Uh, and then what does that do? Do I just get another... Yeah, you. you uh, it changes one of your greens to a yellow. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, back to it. Down one. Up one. Okay. Oh, here we go. Two failures. <laughs> All right. You have no idea what this thing is. You've never seen it before. You have like no. It is a small, flying, glowing person attached to your mm-hmm. attached to your binoculars, and it's just like jumping back and forth, staring up at you, and it kind of just flies right up to like the bridge of your nose, and just starts. Not almost screeching in a very like high pitchy, but almost like a high pitched whisper. If that's a thing, that's a little almost like a buzzing sound that's really close to you, and it's frantically talking at you. Uh, okay. Uh, can I make out anything that it's saying to me? Uh, I don't. You don't. You've never seen this creature before. You don't speak its language, so it's just making. Okay. It's like speaking in an alien language you don't understand. Okay. I like how the most so- sober person here is having the hallucination. <laughs> like, did you not have one of those drinks? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm, um, I'm thinking back to make sure that I didn't somehow forget that I took a drink. <laughs> um, and then I think I'm going to, I'm just going to be like, okay, uh. <laughs> S- slow down, please. I can't. 
understand. Um, and then I think I'm going to bring it back to table, I guess. Uh, um, it starts. And then... It starts pulling on, uh, like your nose or your eyebrows or your ears, and it's trying to pull you outside of the building. I mean, okay. you, I mean, um, remember, it is literally a few ounces. If you wanted to hold it in your hands and take it back to the table, it's, you're more than in the wheelhouse to do that because you're, you know, King Kong to it's yeah. nothing. But it's 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 yeah. definitely trying to gesture you to the outside. Yeah. So it's trying to get me outside. Um. I think I want to try and get uh, Doric and Bale to come with me because they have non-Mandalore experience, so maybe they know what's up. But, yeah. Uh, so I want to sort of pull them along with me, uh, but I'll still, I think, follow it, but I'm going to be... Like, kind of like waving and gesturing to them, like, guys, guys. So yeah. Sure, so... Yeah, as yeah, you guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull him with me, but I'm gonna you know be on the lookout because I don't I don't trust what's happening here. <laughs> so yeah, you guys look over and Kane is kind of like gesturing at you, and it looks like he's arguing with a ball of light. <laughs> um, I rush <laughs> over there. Gosh, Dor- Doric moves a little bit more discreetly. <laughs> Uh, and now he's wondering if he, how strong that it was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no one else kind of even gives you guys a second thought. They're just telling, you can hear them continuing the stories about Nam and other people who have fallen in battle. And they, it just becomes like that sad drinking war. It's like, this one's for Nam, this one's for Roth. This, and they just start naming everyone they know who's. And they're probably going to end up passed out on the floor in a little bit anyway. So they don't even know. <laughs> it's just Irish drinking songs over yeah, Exactly. Lots of fun at Finnegan's Way. Yes. So you guys... <laughs> you guys follow Kane outside, and you see a... The same thing as I described. You see a small, glowing figure with wings basically pulling on his face, his chin, his eyebrows, trying to get him to move forward. Uh, now that you guys... Now that you guys see it, you guys can do a xenology check. Uh, since you guys okay. have been off-world, you guys can definitely do a three-purple check instead of a four. Okay. Uh, what kind of uh, check? Uh, xenology. Xenology. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kane. You're gonna say xenology. Yay. Uh, I, I'm probably. Uh, I've probably been helmet on this whole time. Oh, okay. Then he. We'd say that she was pulling on like the yeah, bridge, like the my, visor, my, my shoulder. Yeah, some yeah, part my, of you that she was grabbing and yanking. Yeah, like like a shoulder pad or something. Definitely. That's good. Okay. Bell Bronda has one advantage. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So we have. Torek and Bale know just as much as uh, Kane does. Uh, Bale, you got an advantage, so you don't know what this thing is, but it does remind you maybe something from a, a hollow vid you watched once or something like that. You have no idea okay. what it is, but you're like, it kind of seems vaguely familiar, but you have no reference or okay. idea what it really is. Yeah. So, so, like, Bale is going to break the ice here and go, what are you? And it just continues with the language you guys don't understand. That's kind of like, it sounds like high-pitched bells or something as it's talking. And it's starting to realize that you don't understand what's saying. And it gets frustrated and sits down on uh, Kane's shoulder and is tapping its foot, tapping its chin. And all of a sudden it has an idea. And you can see it, it actually lights up. It gets brighter and it flies to the ground and... Writes on the ground, like his whole body zooming back and forth, and you just see 
Sword of Ordo. Oh. Okay. It can't speak our language, oh. but it can write it just fine. Wait. Your Wait. Sword of Ordo? <laughs> I'm, I'm highly fail. confused. I thought it'd be, be sharper than that. Or yeah, sharper also than more you. sword-like. It's very flashy, I suppose. Uh, it come just, on, Tinkerbell, speak up. It just looks and sighs and, and, and it goes down and it writes another name and you see a name that says Nat Perep. N-A-T-P-E-R-E-P. Nat Perep. Nat and, Perep. And it draws an arrow pointing out away from your guys' encampment. Okay. Do I, am I aware of Nat Perep? Um, give me a check. Oh, it's going to be a two purple check for Kane, and then if uh, Bale and Dork want to try, it would be a three purple with one black for you guys since you've been away for so long. Okay. Uh, so for me, one success, two one threats. Neparaparaparapa. <laughs> All right. Yep. All right. So <laughs> you know that. Uh, Bill, that the name Perep, that, that last name is definitely someone who belong to Clan Ordo. That's someone from their clan. As she points to that arrow and out in the distance, uh, Kane, if you put on your, uh, binoculars again, you can look way, way off into that distance and standing on a hill is a, young Mandalorian in kind of like not full armor because he's not old enough to have full armor. It would be like sparring armor. And and he has what looks like a vibro dagger and he's holding it above his head and he gestures towards you guys to come to him. Okay. Um, Oh, this is such a trap. This is the most trappy trap I've ever seen. No, this is... Now, is he motioning in like a threatening manner? Like, like, yeah, come at thee! Or like... No, like he's doing... Is he motioning us like, hey, come on, look at this. He's doing the big, like, come this direction wave. Oh. Okay, well. Uh, hmm. I look over at the rest of the party and go, eh. What's... uh, What else do we... What can we lose, huh? Let's go, can let's go talk I, to him. Can I use my binoculars to perception around and see if I can see anything else uh, that would, I'm, you I'm, know, signal a trap? You don't even have to <clears throat> roll. You can look around and there is... Okay. It is just a lone boy standing out on a hill out... I mean, I don't know what the range of your binoculars are. I'd assume a, a mile or two, I guess. And uh, let's see... It does not give a range. So we'll say, you say like a mile or so away. He's out on this hill and he's just waving at you. Okay. Um. Well, it 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 looks clear as far as I can tell. So I'm gonna to stay on your toes, but. Let's investigate. We need to... If this is the real sword blade, we need this. If if it if it is not a trap. Yeah, I mean, this could be a very, very useful lead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems like it's just too easy. 
All right. Too many. I'll take point. Kane, you in the back. Bale, try not to fall over. Yep. Me? Fall, o- oh, fall over? Me? Of all the people here, you tell me not to fall over as he falls over. That's it. <laughs> do, that cor- do a coordination check against three red, please. <laughs> yes. That's I feel what like I was that was a center for. of gravity joke as well. <laughs> you, guys start making, you guys start making your way out away from the, the back of the cantina and the little glowing flying person. It's kind of bouncing back and forth between your shoulders. And once you guys get about halfway, she just takes off like a bullet towards uh, the figure out on the hill. Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. The best and easiest way you can help the show is simply by spreading the word on social media. If you want to help us in a more monetary fashion, head over to patreon.com backslash flight risk pod. If you want to reach out to the show, we can be found on Twitter at flight risk pod and on Facebook. I pick a random Mandalorian to start up a conversation with. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Rando Mando. <laughs> Rando Mando. My name is Randalorian. <laughs> Rando Mando Calrissian. My, my, my name is Randy Lorian. <laughs> He's Rand. No, Randy Lorian's a very different sort of man. He, yeah, you turn him around and it's Rando Ronda, your third cousin twice removed. Oh. <laughs> Rando, how are you, cousin? God. So, yeah, we'll go. Are we doing this? Are we doing Rando? If you, Rando no, Ronda, he does not have to be Rando. No, you already have one half. You already have one half brother. We're not going to do the. <laughs> this is not. This is not Bill Bronda. This is your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>